Hello there, friends. The title of this video is probably not what you would expect from somebody like me, an empowerment coach, a motivational speaker, but hey, it's the fact. And I'm always gonna tell you like it is. The fact is life is tough, right? I mean, there's so many things that come at us that are unexpected the disappointments, the betrayals, people making choices that impact our lives, heartbreaks, so many different things that we come up against in this thing called life. I mean, life is full of all sorts of awesome stuff too, but the fact of the matter is that life is tough. And so what do we do about that? How do we counterbalance that? How do we do something about it? If the fact is that life is tough, what do we do? The answer is courage. That's what we do. You know, it's, it's, my first thought is to say, life is tough, so we have to be tougher. The problem is when people think about toughness, they think about this kind of, you know, fighting, fighting stance all the time. But building courage, yeah, it's about battling too. But it's also about building peace and finding purpose and hope it is about feeling balanced. And that might not be what you think about when you think of a word like tough, but it's really all about courage. That is what we have to have. It is what we need to build in order to overcome something that's been hanging on to us for the longest time. It's how we're gonna battle through the tough stuff we're dealing with at the moment. And it's how we're going to be able to get back up and keep standing after another hit comes because they're going to come. It's life. And if they're going to come, why don't you decide how they're going to impact you? And you can, you can do that. It's all about building courage. And there's a lot to building courage, but that's why I share my nine actions with you because each one of those actions, they all help to build courage. They build confidence, they build self-worth, they help you shed shame and guilt and other things that have you down, that have you feeling like you've missed out on your purpose, that have you living in paralyzing fear. And that is what I lived with for nearly 13 years. I lived in paralyzing fear, scared to death to make a decision, to not make a decision, just worried to death about the future. And it had something to do with my daughter and her addiction and I had no control over it. And most of you know me from the addiction side of things with my daughter and then of course her murder, but I have actually been through a lot of stuff in my life. And um, I've, I've stood through many, many things. And you know, the good news is that's how we build courage. It's by going through stuff. So if you're going through something really difficult, you know, don't turn and run from it got to learn to face those fears and how we do that is by becoming courageous. So each of the actions that I talk about and, and let me just tell you what they are really quickly in case you're not that familiar with them. There's actually a page on my website called the nine actions and you can go in there and you can even download something, a, a little PDF that will help you to remember what they are. And I'm actually working right now on a new book called Still Standing and I'm really not really revamping the nine actions, but I'm just, I'm telling more of my story, by the way, in this book so that you can understand how I've weaved some of these things into my life 
without even knowing they were the nine actions. I was using them before I had named them, but also just a little more succinct on the different strategies within each of the nine actions that you can start using. Now, obviously, if you belong to my Still Standing Tribe membership, that's really the best way to work with me and, and work on these nine actions in more depth. But anyway, let me tell you what they are. The nine actions are, number one is to decide to stand up and fight because if you don't make a decision, nothing is going to happen. Zero, zippo, zilch, right? I mean, everything we do starts with a thought and a decision. And so you're not going to do anything if you don't decide. You don't make that strong decision, that commitment that you're going to do something. And then, you know, the second part of that is to keep making decisions because what often happens is we make that initial decision. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna stop doing this. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna make this big old change in my life. And then something happens, right? I mean, it could be that your own thoughts start getting to you. Somebody says something to you, an old feeling comes up, any number of things that can happen. And next thing you know, you're back down on the mat and your initial decision, it was like it was never made. So it's all about continuing to make decisions. You know, every time you're knocked down, get back up. Every time you need to alter your course a little bit, alter your course. Those are all decisions. So just that initial decision right there helps you to build courage because you're saying, I'm not gonna stay down anymore. I'm gonna decide to stand up. I'm going to face this thing or make this change. Right there, that is the first step in building courage. And then the next action is to get on your spiritual armor. Your spiritual armor could look very different from mine and that's fine. I am not a Bible teacher or a spiritual guide or anything like that, but I'm, I just have to come at it from what I know. So when you read about get on your spiritual armor, if you don't have the same beliefs that I do, you're gonna have to just modify it. But anyway, the bottom line of it is that we're all made of body, mind, and spirit and our brains are constantly racked with everything and they hardly ever sleep, at least mine doesn't. And our bodies get a lot of attention, but often it's our spirit that's left in, in last place. And so I just firmly believe that whatever you're up against, it is as much a spiritual battle as anything else. So I think it's really, really important that you get on your spiritual armor. And for me, knowing that I had God on my side, even if I didn't understand what the heck he was doing half the time, and I still don't, um, but at least I know he's there and I'm not doing this completely alone. And I have, I have hope because of God. And so that is really important. Action number three is to put on your oxygen mask. And this is all about self-care. So many of us wipe ourselves out thinking we're helping other people or having our oxygen mask placed on another person's face and thinking that's noble. It's not noble if you self-destruct. Um, it's not noble if you're living somebody else's life. So you got this one body, this one mind. You, you, there's just one of you. So you gotta take care of it or you're not gonna have the courage to do anything because you're gonna be too wiped out. Action number four is to build your circle of strength. And this is super cool because it's all about having the right people in your circle and in the right places in your circle so that you can manage expectations because it's often the people in our lives that keep us down or push us down or on the contrary, the wonderful people that help to pull us up and stand with us and, and are in the foxholes of life. So having people placed properly in the circle of strength is, is really critical because it's often these expectations or these disappointments 
that really, really wreak havoc in our lives. Action number five is to change your attitude. It seems a bit self-explanatory, but I tell a few stories and give you some perspectives in that changing your attitude. Listen, if you wanna live as a courageous person, you're gonna have to change your attitude. I'm in the attitude business and I gotta change my attitude all the time. So I'm pretty sure you probably need to change yours too, but it's going to take the right attitude in order for you to continue to think of yourself as a courageous person or rethink of yourself as a courageous person when you start feeling weak again, when you start living in paralyzing fear again. Action number six is to adjust your focus. All of these actions, by the way, work together. They're all, they, that's why I created a puzzle that I put them together with. Um, it's because they're all synergistic and they really, really work best when they're all working together. So I really don't wanna make any one or two of the actions stand out, but I will tell you that action number six and five are very, very related and almost were one action when I was creating this because your attitude and focus are so closely related. And uh, so action number six is to adjust your focus. What we focus on becomes magnified. And the more we focus on the negative and everything that's going wrong, the more everything keeps going wrong. And the more we stop believing or having hope that things can change. And the more we focus on the wrong things, our attitude goes into the you know what. And then the more our attitude goes in the wrong direction, we start to focus on the wrong things, flip that around to the positive, and great things happen when you get attitude and focus working correctly. Action number seven is to stop being a control freak. And you might wanna turn this video off right now because you're gonna think, I'm not a control freak. Control freaks are not nice people. They're trying to make everybody do everything. Not necessarily the case. I'm a very strong person and I can be persuasive for sure. I probably should have been a trial attorney. But I've never thought of myself as someone who's trying to make everybody do everything. But you know what? When I really started to look at it, I'm a control freak. And we really all are, or I should say, I'm a control freak in recovery. Because what the, the real truth of the matter is, is that most things are outside of our control. Almost everything you can think of, you have very little to no control over. You have control literally over your attitude, what you say, what you do, what you think, that's it. I mean, sure, we can have influence over other things and we can make certain things happen, but most of the things that are going on in our lives, we are not directly in control of. We certainly have no control over anybody over the age of two. And so once we realize that and we stop trying to control the uncontrollable, it can save us a ton of frustration and, it, and it'll help to open up what you can control and that will give you more confidence and confidence and courage are Siamese twins. So, there's a lot of power in this action and one of the things is learning how to forgive and I've had to learn to forgive at the highest level so I know that you can forgive as well. Action number eight is to stand on your story and it's underlined because standing on your story means you're not laying around in it. You're climbing up on top of your story and you're getting out of the shame and guilt and that really keeps you down. When you're trapped as a victim, which I talk about actually in action number five, but when you're trapped as a victim and you've accepted a lot of shame and guilt, you live in fear and self-condemnation you know, condemnation and you don't feel worthy. That's not living a courageous life. So when we learn to shed the shame and the guilt and realize that everybody has a story 
and that you can actually use the story. You can use it to climb up higher. You can use your story to as stepping stones. We learn the most when we go through stuff. So if you've been through a lot of stuff, congratulations. You have a ton of opportunity to become the kind of person you never would have had you not gone through all this stuff. Now, I know that we all wish we didn't have to go through all this stuff, but here we are. So why not make the best of it? Why not decide that you're gonna make the very best of the rest of your life? That's living with courage. Having courage to shed the shame and guilt and stand on your story and say, hey, life is messy, but here it is. And that leads us into action number nine, which is to make meaning from the madness. And you don't have to go out and do some big thing. You don't have to do what I'm doing. You don't have to start some kind of a mission. You don't have to be Mother Teresa to make a difference. You can make a difference every day when you just go out into the world. And you know, people are watching you. People are watching you. And I can't tell you how many people have told me that they were watching me. And I'm not talking about necessarily people like you who are hearing my message, although I do hear that all the time. But my son, I've heard things from other people in my family, from acquaintances I have that, that told me they were watching me and, and they made a decision because of, of this and I had no idea they were watching. And so that's the, the power that you have. Don't wait till you have it all together because that's gonna be never. Nobody has it all together ever. We're always a work in progress. Making meaning from the madness will take courage. Just like every one of the nine actions, they will all take courage to implement. But guess what? As you implement them, they build courage. So what are you waiting for? Whatever it is in this life that you are going to go through, whether it's wonderful or unbelievably devastating, you are going to need courage to live your best life. So start now. Don't waste any more time. We're, I'm recording this on October 31st, 2019. Tomorrow is going to be November. Where did the year go? Before long, we're going to be saying 2020. Don't wait. Don't say, I'll wait till the holidays are over. I'll wait till this. I'll wait till that. Stop waiting. Hey, by the way, make sure you're on my email list because my new book's going to be coming out soon. You know, it's like, it's like the last two minutes of the basketball game. It takes forever at the end, but I tell you, it's coming soon. And I think you're really going to love the book. I have some journals coming out with it that'll help you. They're going to be quick, easy things you can do in the morning and in the evening to, for 30 days to really get you going in the right direction. So make sure you're on my email list because that definitely helps. It's a great way for me to communicate with you. I would love to see you in my Still Standing Tribe membership where I can really get to know you better and work more with you. You can find all of my resources at ValerieSavera.com. I, I want you to stand up. I want you to become a woman or a man of courage and inspire other people. I want you to be the kind of person that stops letting life knock you down. And if it does knock you down, you're the kind of person that knows how to get right back up. I know it's possible because I've done it in my own life, which has not been an easy road, um, but I've also seen it in the lives of other people who have gone through or are going through incredible challenges. So today is the day. Today's the only day you're guaranteed. Every day after tomorrow, we call that a bonus. Okay, my friend, whatever you're going through, wherever you are in this world, I want you to know that you are not alone because I am standing right there with you.